Hello and welcome to another episode of The Novel Brain with Dr. E. Today is Friday the 13th, January 13th, 2023. And although I'm not much of a superstitious person, I do value things that are rare. And Friday the 13th happens to be one of those things. If you don't know, it happens only every 212 days. So that is two times a year in 2023. And That has a lot to do with our program today because letting something go is also something we don't value. However, something that we value are things that are rare. So what are these things that we need to let go? There may be valuable things that you may need to let go or you may perceive them to be valuable. But these could be things that are physically, mentally, emotionally, or even interpersonally hindering us. So we have to think about what it is that we need to let go. We may think we don't need to let anything go. We'll just kind of like go through life willy-nilly holding on and hoarding everything in our way. But the truth is, is that in order to kind of proceed in this world of so many things happening, relationships being completely compounded with a lot of different belongings and things that are happening faster and faster, it seems, we do have to stop and think, do we need all these things? Are these things serving us? Are these things helping us? Or on the flip side of that, are these things toxic? And in a way, are we holding on to them for some kind of pattern or some kind of thing that they fill for us? I'm a strong believer that we get what we need. And so if we take some time and listen to the four steps that I'm gonna give you today, Walking through them makes a lot more sense because you will be able to assess and evaluate what you need to do with the right delivery model. So let's get started. First of all, in Buddhism, and this is no way a Buddhist podcast, but I do want to talk about a term called impermanence, if I can say that correct. It's all about things not lasting forever. And it sounds sort of grim, but it's true. And things are always constantly changing. So we have to think about, even if you have that belonging, say it's possessions, we can kind of think of this more concretely as, say, for example, you have a new home or you bought a new car and you're super proud of what you have. That thing's going to change no matter what happens. That car or that house will change, whether it will be damaged and you'll have to repair it or... Maybe you're going to have to improve it. That's also a change. But the same thing happens interpersonally. So relationships is going to be a theme in this podcast because I want to kind of give you some examples of what we can do. So think about impermanence as we go through this. And then also think, hey, it's pretty close to the new year. Two weeks later, we're still not letting something go. Maybe this was the year of change and you're two weeks in, you might have given up. Or maybe you're thinking, how do I get this started? I wanted to lose weight. Well, that's letting go, something physical. Maybe I've got to let go and I'm going to leave the church. That's, that's been feeling sort of toxic to me or maybe just a little bit overbearing. I can't get myself to leave. How do I do that? Maybe i got to get out of this relationship. It's just not working anymore. It's very one-sided. It feels like the other person doesn't care for me. So it's time for us to think about that. Two weeks in is a good time because now I think it's more than ever time for action. 
And what better time to do that than Friday the 13th, right? So this is a rare day. This is your day. This is about how you can let go. All right, so let's talk about doing the first step, which is assessment. We have to, and I want you to think about this, realistically in your life, what is that thing? And I want you to think that the first thing that comes to your mind is the thing that you need to let go. Let's not work on two or three or four things today. And in fact, this entire month, let's not really let go of everything. Let's let go of one thing at a time. This is a big process. And with the assessment piece, we want to make sure we know what that is. I suggest writing it down. But I also suggest audibly recording that which you want to let go. So we might want to do this assessment and think, is it something physical, spiritual, interpersonal, work-related? Is it professional? Is it self-awareness, something about yourself that you'd like to, to let go? And think about it realistically. Put it on paper, if you will. Put it on tape or in your phone. I'm a big fan of audibly recording things because I get the expression of what it is that comes out in my voice and I can hear it later and and really take take note of that. Secondly, I want you to make this plan to purge. So after you make an assessment, figure out what it is what you want to let to go. Um, you could make a list of several things. So you got to let go of everything. Maybe you're making major changes in 2023. That's fine, but prioritize number one. And we're going to work with that first one uh, through the four steps. You're going to make the second step of planning to purge. And you're going to give yourself two important things, a timeline and a deadline. This is going to hold you accountable. Again, writing it down or audibly recording it is really my suggestion here. You got to make it realistic. And the most important part of this is to remember that you are in control. Because maybe you're going to second guess. You're going to think, no, I'm going to stay in this relationship or no... I'm going to stay at my house because it's easier. Well, I don't know if any of you have ever done anything in life that was worth anything that was just easy. It does take a little work to get the things that you want or need. And I'm a huge, huge believer of things in life coming to you and also getting what you need. We all get what we need and that's important. All right, so after you've assessed, after you've planned, and in that plan, I want you to get really specific of how you're gonna do that. In that plan, you're gonna kind of spell out, for example, back to a relationship, say you've been in a long-term relationship, and maybe your marriage is ending, maybe you are in a long-term relationship and you never got engaged, and maybe you're just ready to move on. Maybe you're in a shorter-term relationship and it's not going anywhere and you know that you'd like out. Well, get really specific about how you're going to purge. Are you going to write them a letter? Are you going to call the person? Are you going to meet with them? And my suggestion here is not just based on time. It's really based on how intimate and how deep you are into a relationship. Do you share things? Do you share kids? Do you share house houses? Do you share more than just things. Do you share vacation time together? And think about that as part of your assessment and your plan to purge. My suggestion is with 
all the things that we've got in this world right now, especially online dating, you probably are in that field as well. And you're thinking, wow, there's so many people and I may never have to see this person again. Well, it's not about whether you have to see them again. It's about how you act and how you respond to a situation that's not working for you, the other person, or both of you. And I think the most important thing here is that this is your character. You live with your character. You don't live by this notion of, I don't know if I'll ever see them again, so it doesn't matter. That's all nonsense. What's most important is how you carry yourself. All right, so now it's got step one, assess what it is. Step two, make the plan to purge. How am I going to do this? What's the delivery gonna look like? All right, so once you have that down, how are you gonna do this? You might even have to write that letter, construct that voicemail, whatever it takes to get you to be able to take the next step, which is taking action, you got to do it. The third step being, let's take that action. And in this sense, we have to make sure that we've considered all the things. So how did you come about this whole thing in the first place? Well, I wanted you to reflect on thinking, okay, was it in meditation? Was it in my yoga class this morning? I want you to think, do I contemplate this? Am I talking to friends? How did I come up with this idea? It's just anything you can come up with so that you know that it's not just an impulse. Because we all know what happens when we make some kind of impulse move, and then you might have some regrets. So we want to avoid that at all costs, and we have to think about how we're going to take this action. So I feel that it's best to have spoken about this with somebody. So if you have a trained professional, you could go to them. If you don't have access to that, maybe you could be self-reflecting and journaling, or maybe even like I do, audibly record things so that you can kind of get the inflection of your voice. You can kind of sense the, uh, maybe the severity or the need. If you want to go back and listen to that, you can kind of think, okay, this is serious and this is my time. Remember, it's all about you, and it's not necessarily a selfish thing to let something go. It's probably going to feel that way because some of us may feel guilt. Some of us may feel regret. But what we need to do is in that assessment stage, we have to look back and think, what was it that made the spark for me to need something different? What was it that made me think I need to let this go? And if it was, say, another person... Or if it was something in the relationship that was not working, then address that. Be honest about it, because ultimately your word is true and you have needs and you have to honor that. All right, so moving into that, we have to remember that this purge will almost feel too abrupt and we're going to have a lot of people skipping out at this stage and deciding I don't want to purge. Much easier hanging out with Jack He's, he's a fine guy. And then we're going to start thinking, oh, I'm going to give myself all the reasons to stay. And I'm not here to tell you need to leave people. That's not what this podcast is about. This is only for the people who have assessed in that first step that this is something toxic to them. Or this is something that's not serving them. This is something that is actually maybe abusive. Not 
not working is not enough to just let go. You can work through problems in relationships. But once you have recognized that there's nowhere else to go, now it's time to take that action. And this is going to feel abrupt. And as I said, you're going to feel a very heavy weight. And unless you actually take that action and proceed, you've already done the work. And what you have to do at this stage is remember, I have done the work. I've analyzed this through thick and thin. And maybe you've done this for 10 years or more. And again, that's fine. But remember, you're here on this planet one time. And if you hold on to something that's hurting you, ultimately, like it's just like a candle flame. It's just going to burn you. It's, it's warm and nice at first. If you hold it too tight, it, it's just going to hurt you in the end. So remember, you're going to feel the weight in the action stage. But once that trigger is pulled, you're going to feel a sense of emotions in several different ways. Perhaps you're going to feel that you're relieved. Maybe you're going to say, I'm angry. Maybe you're even going to say, like, why did I do that? I'm regretting this whole thing. Why am I doing what I'm doing right now? Maybe you're going to be sad. Maybe you're going to be hurt. The truth is, is that this is back to Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's stages of grief. You are now in the stage, and you could be anywhere on that continuum of grief. You're losing something that was important to you. And this actually goes back to take a different example to something like weight. Some of us might have an identity surrounding our weight. So you can still have a stage of grief and a loss of identity and you're having to rebuild that. So you're going to feel that sort of sense after you pull the trigger and decide to take action. Whatever it is you do, whether it's working out or fasting, I'm not sure. That's not what this podcast is about, but what this is about is five stages of grief. And so do review Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. She's pretty much the gold standard in a lot of things with grief. But remember, when you let go of something that's important to you and valuable to you, you're now going to feel a sense of grief. All right. Now we have to move on. After that action, we have these feelings. We have emotions. We have... Many things are going to change almost immediately, but it's also important to not stop there. You have to take this next step as possibly the most important step because now you're reflecting and you have to calibrate things and you have to think, what did I do? Whether you feel good or bad about it. Again, you might feel relief completely and just move on with your life, but most of us aren't sort of this robotic version of what we'd like to be. And we're going to have some sense of feelings about that. I'm here to propose to you to celebrate at this stage. And earlier, remember I said that I celebrate Friday the 13th. And my my two boys do as well. It's just the sense of rarity. Well, how often do you get this sense of freedom from something that was awful to you? Or awful for you? Or not serving you or hurting you? Or maybe even abusing you? Maybe neglecting you? Could be your job could be this excess weight, could be this partner that's just terrible for you. Well, think about celebrating at this point. And I don't absolutely think you have to have like a party or anything, but but do acknowledge it. Maybe even share this with some of your closest confidants, your friends, your therapist. 
you know, if it's a work thing, share this with LinkedIn. You've moved on. And now it's time for you to acknowledge that and celebrate that. Do remember that in this stage, you're also going to want to take note of those feelings. Again, you're going to be feeling a sense of grief, perhaps depression. Maybe it was something that was so important to you for 50 years. And now it feels like you're alone and you're lost. And that's not easy, but remember, this is a stage of grief as well. And that can turn into something very, very freeing after you go through these processes. So after all this is said and done, remember that loss is something that happens to everyone. Sometimes we make loss happen because it's important for us to be able to move on as the whole self that we are. And it's also important to know that even though there's loss and you may feel a great sense of it, you may be feeling guilty to the other person because you feel that you're owing them something. And maybe, maybe I'll just hold on to it because... You know, I don't want to hurt them. Well, you may think that you're a good person for doing that, but remember that if it's an unhealthy relationship, you cutting that loss is not only helping you grow and move on, it's also helping that other person to give them the opportunity to move on and do what it is they need to do. All right, so this is not a podcast just about relationships, not a podcast just about physicality and maybe a house, or you got to move to another place. This is really about all of it put together, holistically. You have to think about all the different areas of your life and that assessment stage. And in review, we have that assessment stage followed by making a plan, and that plan is going to be purging, which is what you do in the third stage, taking action and purging, and then the fourth stage is your reflection and hopefully your celebration. Because if it doesn't happen right away, the thing that I do know about life is later when we look back at things and we've done something to make that happen, we tend to not do the celebration piece until later and go, wow, I either dodged a bullet or I really just kind of made myself move through something. And that even feels even more empowering. So again... All these things can happen. They can happen in a split moment. They can happen and it could take time. But depending on what it is that you'd like to let go or maybe purge, it's going to take a different type of amount of time. All right, so that's going to be it for me today. This happy Friday the 13th, January 13th, first one of 2023. Do you take the time to note that you're worth it, that you're worth doing what you need to do for yourself? And maybe it's that time that you need to do something is right now. So take care of yourself, and I'll see you next time on the next episode of Dr. E. And we'll be good. Take care.